Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. This is an exciting episode because it is number 100 of the Christian Life Coach Collective. So thank you. To all my listeners, I love having you here with me, and I literally wish you could all come to a party at my house. That's that's just how the way, that's the way I go. That's how it flows, is what I want, is all of us to be together hanging out. <laughs> so I, I treat the podcast like I'm in the room with all of you, and we're just hanging out. And I'm sharing with you, you're sharing with me, we're all feeding off of each other, we're all you know, throwing out nuggets of wisdom and challenging one another to further our growth and asking questions and, you know, sharing the truth with one another and loving on each other. And that's how I kind of just in my mind see the Christian Life Coach Collective podcast is I'm just doing my part. And I know that you are doing your part with the people in your life. If you're a coach, you're doing it with your clients if you're a parent, you're doing it with your kids, you're doing it with your coworkers, your neighbors, your spouse, you're, you're doing your part as, um, just as a spirit-led believer to impact the world around you. And I'm doing my part to just be with you in it. So today is an episode of the coaching choir. You know, I'm really loving going after the, the truth, the wisdom, the, vision, the possibility inside of songs. And I have so many planned for this year that I'm really excited about. Today, we're looking at the song called God Be by Chris Renzema, or I don't know how you say it, R-E-N-Z-E-M-A. The link is going to be in the show notes. But the song takes its foundation somewhat from the hymn, Be Thou My Vision. And I really like this song as an appropriate ending to the year and season as we're moving into 2023. And as the 100th episode of the Christian Life Coach Collective, this song is full of what I want for the coming season of the podcast, for the coming season in Sterling and Stone, and the coming season of my life personally. So I'm going to share what the lyrics are of the song, and then we're going to kind of comb back through it and see What can we extract to help coach ourselves and lead ourselves well? It starts out like this. Well, God, be my vision. Be my holy truth. Yeah, I'll be the branches if you'll be the root. I'd give all my freedom. I'd become a slave to lay on your shore and be washed by your waves. I don't care for riches nor man's empty praise because you're all I want for all of my days. I'd give all my money. I'd throw it away to stand in your presence and feel the light of your face. Because all I want is you, you know, because through the joy of letting go, 
Yeah, I've found my peace. I've found my hope. I've found my home. God, be my treasure. Lord, be my reward. Be my holy Jesus, what I'm fighting for. I'd give all my history just to stand at your door, to knock and hear, enter. You're an orphan no more. Because all I want is you, you know, because through the joy of letting go, yeah, I've found my peace. I've found my hope. I've found my home. So this song starts out with God, be my vision and truth. And I think right now, when it's common to look for a fresh vision at the turn of the year, it's an important reminder to us that we need him to be our eyes and our ears. We need God to be our answer. We need him to give us his vision and inform what our soul and our body sees. And we need God to be the source of all our information. Then it talks about being the branches and him being our root. When Jesus is our root system, we're grounded, we're anchored. And at the same time, we find ourselves being pruned as we are being tended to. But as branches, we're the fruit bearers who need to be fed by Jesus, the root system, and tended to and pruned by our father, the gardener. And then he says to lay on your shore and be washed by your waves. And I love this one because it makes me think of this place in um, on the big island of Hawaii. There's a place called Punalu'u. And the black sand beach that you find in Punalu'u is gorgeous. And it's also just down the, down the way from Punalu'u Bakery, which you have to stop at and get a Lilikoi Malasada. Yes, you will thank me. You're welcome in advance. So you can actually go into your maps, look at this on the satellite. Punalu'u is P-U-N-A-L-U-U. And the black sand, the beach there is magnificent. So there's like all these sea turtles sunbathing on the black sand, huge coconut palm trees. All the local kids climb up barefooted to go grab fresh coconuts from. <laughs> the, the waves are crashing up over the a'a and splashing you if you're off to the side on, you know, on like kind of the cliff side of it. And then back behind the beach area, there's this beautiful pond and there's trees and like lily pad type of things floating on it. There's this little bridge over there on the side. There's vines and I'll just, so it's magical. And I once, I was back there taking pictures and there were these three little boys kind of like on the bridge with like handmade fishing poles. And I have this incredible picture of them. And it's, it's kind of muddy back there but with the pond, the mix of sand and dirt and the lack of like pathways, but it's directly connected to the Black Sand Beach where we'd often have like birthday parties when we live there or just go to relax and have a beach day. So when the songwriter says to lay on your shore and be washed by your waves, I, I can imagine those little boys all muddy and running and, you know, screaming and tired, just jumping into the ocean and then laying down on the shore in the sand to have all of that mud and dirt cleaned off of them. And I can see joy on their faces and sheer wonder of how it, you know, what it's like to be so dirty one minute and completely clean in an instant. Don't you want some of that? (laughs) Then 
He says he would trade riches and praise and money all just to be in God's presence. And that makes me ask, what would I be willing to give up to be with him and feel the light of his face shining upon me? All I want is you, you know, because through the joy of letting go, I've found my peace, my hope, my home. These lyrics are like, wow, the joy of letting go? (laughs) What's that look like in your daily life, right? Instead of being afraid to let go of whatever it is. Maybe it's tangible. Maybe it's not. When we hold on to things for too long or too tightly, we We can lose the joy because it becomes a strain and a stressor on us. But when you know peace and hope and that God is your home, you don't have to hold on so tight. You can let go and be safe and full and steady and at rest. Then it goes on to say, God, be my treasure and my reward. Be my holy Jesus, what I'm fighting for. I'd give all my history just to stand at your door, to knock and hear, enter, You are an orphan no more. We are not orphans when we are in Christ. Spiritually, we've been adopted and chosen and we are beloved and we're held on to. Our Father in heaven is the one who's bringing us. He's brought us into a family. He connects us. He shields us. He's our refuge. His design for us is perfect. And he's that lighthouse on this journey. He is. He is our path. And Our soul, again, if we go back to the reality that when you simply just say, I believe you, Jesus, what you did for me on the cross, please forgive me, immediately your spirit is completely redeemed and you are now connected to God where once before you were completely separate from him. You are fully in the family of God. You are fully in the kingdom of God, but your soul is now able to start undergoing a restorative process. And our soul has been an orphan all of these years up to the point where we come into the kingdom of God through faith in Jesus Christ. So your soul still kind of wants to act like an orphan. It is a process of becoming, you are adopted, but you don't act adopted for a good long time. You can be zealous, you can be excited, got so many things, you know, just favor happen maybe when you get saved. Who knows what it is? But then you start reverting to the ways of the soul. And because the soul's been leading you for so long, it fights for first place. And so does your body, even though your spirit is now alive, born again, and is able to lead your soul and body. And That's the mystery of entering the kingdom of God and seeking out all of the riches in Christ and becoming an heir with him, becoming a son and daughter of God alongside Jesus. It is a mystery that we get it, and yet we're going to get it. At the same time, we fully have it. (laughs) We're on on our way inside of our soul, trying to like reframe, um, retrain our brains to know the truth as opposed to what we think is true, right? So here are the questions that I extracted from these lyrics. I'm going to, these are the questions I kind of pulled out from me, but I'm going to reframe the question so that I can share them with you. And starting with, is God your vision 
in this season and the next season? What could be blindfolds in your life? What could be keeping you from seeing clearly the truth and the way? What is your root system? And imagine this, if like maybe Jesus is your root system, but are there vines climbing up it and inhibiting uh, the full life flow of God into the branches? Is there anything cutting off life? Is there anything that you're allowing to cut off all the sunshine and the water that he sends to sustain you? Are you shutting down the photosynthesis somewhere in the process, right? What do you, what is happening between the roots and the branches? And next, how and when do you take time to lay down on God's shore and let him cleanse you with all of those waves of love and forgiveness and grace and mercy? Find an hour, carve it out somehow with nobody around you, put soaking music on, on Spotify or whatever, and lay down, close your eyes. I, just a side note, I would recommend Alberto and Kimberly Rivera if you've never heard of any kind of soaking music. And then just sit there and be with Jesus. It takes practice. It's okay. Start someplace. Maybe you don't get an hour. Maybe you can go five minutes, but keep doing it like anything else. And ask the Holy Spirit to just bring you peace. And then just talk to God, ask for forgiveness, and receive it. And try working towards the hour. Make that kind of a goal for yourself. But And it doesn't even have to be every day. When you can, just move towards the Lord, you know? And let God speak to your spirit and your soul. And that's actually going to help you do all these other things. It's going to help you let go and surrender and cut off the the uh, the deadly vines and pull up all the weeds. It's going to help remove the blinders in your life. Then think, what are you willing to give up or trade in so that you can be closer to God? Do you need to fast? Set aside time for devotion and prayer? Start a journal or a Bible reading plan or something? Or even just setting the alarm for an hour earlier so you can have coffee with him instead of coffee in the crazy kitchen or whatever. Do you need to give up something like negativity, workaholism, controlling circumstances, old beliefs and paradigm, food, drink, overdoing something, underdoing anything? (laughs) What is it that you can move out of the way in order to be in his presence? And what do you want to let go of so that you can find joy again? You can tap into that fruit of the spirit. How can you tangibly, consistently remind your soul that God is your peace and your hope and your home? And how can you position yourself to live from this place? And finally, where in your life are you still believing that you're an orphan rather than an adopted son or daughter? You're not going to find all of this. You're not going to find these big answers and just be able to like fix it overnight. This is a process and a lifelong work. But when you become aware of it, when you start asking God to show you where you're operating from an orphan mindset, operating from scarcity and fear rather than adoption, let him just take it to him. Don't be ashamed. There's no condemnation for you in Christ. Just be aware and take it to him and say, Dad, um, can you help me out with this? Like I found, I just realized 
I'm totally acting like an orphan, like you're going to cut me off, like I'm not going to be taken care of or protected. I'm going to be shunned. I'm going to be pushed away. I'm going to be abandoned. I'm not safe. Like whatever it is, I just realized that that's not the kingdom. It's not true. It's not the way an adopted son or daughter operates when they fully know the truth. Help me come into the truth of adoption. The spirit of adoption is on my life. Help me begin to realize it and walk into it. And does your belief system still lead you to thoughts and feelings that you've been abandoned and left out and rejected, controlled, unwanted, unsafe, unloved, not chosen? (laughs) What kind of fruit are you getting from your belief and your current storyline? So all of these questions, they just give an opportunity to dive deeper in pursuit of the presence of God in your life. And I'm praying for you that as you chase God and his truth to write the rest of your story, you'll find him guiding you in tangible ways. You'll know his heart for you as his beloved child and that God will be your vision for this coming season. I so appreciate you as a listener. And if you are looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? We'll learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.